Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hiring is challenging, and it used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter. In fact, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, and they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you cannot miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners here can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hello, Knoll Nation. Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the Believe in FSU Football podcast. My name is Chris Sharp, and alongside Kenny Shaw, we are your two hosts for this episode. So Believe is the number one sports podcast network, and each episode we are going to provide insight into all things Florida State football. So please subscribe and rate the show at Believe Podcast or at Believe.com. You can also find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Luminary, and the TuneIn app. And also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Kenny Shaw and, and at underscore Chris Sharp underscore. And please submit any questions you may have using the hashtag BelieveFSU or just simply add our Twitter accounts. Now, today's episode, we're going to get into a lot of things as a lot of news has broken in the last week. So, Florida State's hired a new head coach. Mike Norvell has been announced as FSU's next head coach. And we're going to get into that along with the press conference takeaways from, from Norvell's opening press conference. We'll go into recruiting as well and see how that's kind of going down as National Signing Day is this Wednesday. And also, we're going to talk about the coaching staff additions and see who exactly Coach Norvell is bringing on and who he's keeping as well. And then finally, of course, we have the Sun Bowl. Yes, we are in the Sun Bowl in El Paso, Texas. Florida State's going to take on Arizona State December 31st at 2 p.m. So we'll get into all the news and notes from the last week of action and then preview what's coming up as well. All right, so Mike Norvell, he's been hired. So he was announced as FSU's head coach. Uh, he was with Memphis. They defeated Cincinnati in the AAC Championship 29-24. We gave him a six-year contract, which starts off at $3.7 million, and he gets a raise each year. So, Kenny, what are your thoughts on Coach Norvell? He's a 38-years-old young guy. He's got a winning record, 38-15. So, what do you think about him? Hey, I mean, sometimes it's hard to get it, uh, um, a grip of somebody from afar, but, you know, his energy, you know, it it was a good energy. And I know everybody was waiting on this, who was going to be the next guy in line and who was going to um, change his university. And, like, I paid, like, close attention to his little press conference. And, you know, he did a little research on what we what needed to be done. And, you know, we still don't know what's going to happen once that first kickoff comes. But. He looked like he he got a nice little strategic plan, and, you know, it sounds good right now. Yeah, I liked what he was kind of talking about, especially when he mentioned special teams first off the bat. He didn't say offense, defense. He said the details in special teams are what tells a good team apart. 
And nah, honestly, Chris, like, what, Chris, what yeah. did it for me? What did it like? What made me? Because usually I don't, I don't jump on it until something sparks me up. Until you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. when you go through it, you know kind of a little bit what it takes. And just seeing his move of like, hey, I'm not gonna go to Memphis bowl game. I'm gonna go straight here. Mm-hmm. And we talking yeah. about Memphis was pretty good this year. That's the Cotton Bowl right there. Yeah, it's not like a yeah, it's not like a small game. That's it's you know you're straight up in Dallas, so that's a good point. And you came straight in here and went straight to work recruiting too. So you're right about that. Which, which is not that's not easy. Yeah, you did a good job of like we got what Tate Roadmaker, uh, that quarterback. We lost Sims. I don't know, or maybe we lost Sims. Signing days on Wednesday, so we'll see who's coming and going. But uh, yeah, I, I, he did a good job kind of coming in off the bat. You guys, two coordinators locked in, Fuller and uh, uh, Dillingham from um, yeah Dillingham from Auburn, and then Adam Fuller from uh, he was at Memphis. So they got two coordinators. He kept Odell. You know what I mean? So all the, everybody was like, okay, Odell's here, and he kept Dugans too. So, I like that Good a lot. Good move. Good move. Yeah, so I like that a lot on the coaching staff. And he was on the uh, Jeff Cameron show today on the radio, uh, Coach Norvell was. And he was saying how, yeah, I've, I, he's lost 24 coaches, like, over his time at Memphis. And that's just, that's only less than saving. But he always brings people in that are, you know, just as qualified. And he said, I want all my coaches to be, have, be good teachers, number one, because you can have all the X's and O's. Which honestly, like me, I'm a Falcons fan. Me watching the Falcons, I'm like, we got Julio Jones and like you know Calvin Ridley and all them, and this they still can't run the right plays. Yeah, you can be smart, but you can't teach the guys the plays and you know what I mean and to help implement. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like football is a total like team effort. It's like coaches, players, fans. It's everybody. It it all comes together at the end, which is it sounds weird saying it like that, you know. And have you been in a meeting room where, like, you kind of, like, you – like, the coach is like, all right, you get that? And then at first you're kind of nodding your head, but then it just doesn't click with you. Have you ever had a coach where it's, it, hasn't, it hasn't really clicked with you? Yeah, and that's, that comes with, like, the learning process. Like, you you can learn every day if you want to in life. Like, so put that in football, you be like, man, it's so much to learn, even if it's a coach who was in the 60s. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, man – he knows a little bit more than me. Right, right. So what was what's your kind of like what would you prefer? Like so like with Taggart, for example, they were doing more of an up tempo, fast, fast, fast. Then with Jimbo, right. you had a lot of details. I mean that and that playbook was thicker than some NFL playbooks, you know. So what what yeah, what did you kind of prefer? I I like I like my style obviously because that's what I was in, but you know, this is a new generation and you got like different types of things that's working. So I'm not mad at that it was hurry up, but you know, sometimes like I like to go at a pace that's working and then, you know, spontaneously speed it up. And that's what you kind of seen with Jimbo's little pace that year. It was like, we had hurry up, but we had it in the point where it's like, we're doing our deep plays. We just hitting you with a lot of stuff, but we also going to speed it up too. So I feel like you got to just have a balanced amount of things and, it start with, you know, two types of forms that you know works. Because I don't – did you think the hurry up was for Florida State? I thought like – in your opinion? 
Yeah, and my I thought with the offensive lines, I, I kind of got why they went with it because it's like offensive lines kind of bad, so maybe the faster uh-huh. you go, like in premise, yeah, and then also getting the you know getting the ball to your athletes in space, you know what I mean, and letting whether you're a freshman or a senior, if you if you got speed and talent, you can get on the field. I thought that was nice, but it was one thing if you're going fast, but if you like if you weren't making the right reads, because I remember one game, uh, it was Wake Forest game, Blackman had. He was a heck, Keith Gavin wide open on the left side, right? And mm-hmm. nobody was covering him, like nobody. All he had to do was just – he could have just checked it out there and he could have run for at least 50 yards for a touchdown. But he didn't – the read was to go to the right side. And so I'm like, and then Coach Taggart was, after the game was like, yeah, his read was only to throw to the right. I'm like, bro, well, if the dude's wide open on the left, you know, check that play <laughs> and throw to and the you know, and, and you know what? Um, that brings up a good point because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of things not easy. You know, they, they give coaches a hard time sometimes, but coaching is not easy. But I, I like Nor – is it Norville or Norville? Uh, I think it's it, – honestly, it depends. Like, Norville. Hey, I'm going to call him Coach. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just yeah. say Coach. But Coach yeah. said a good point at his little conference because he said, you know, because you got that question, what kind of offense and defense do you think you're going to run, you know? And mm-hmm. – if he would have came off the back and said, I'm going to do hurry up or I'm going to do this, then you go, it's too quick. Nor, Nor, Coach Norville said, hey, I'm going to get a gauge of my players first and then see what works. Because, like I said, you got to try some different things. And with a certain group, every group is different. That's why you have different records each year. Yeah, and at Memphis, yeah, Memphis, he had different quarterbacks too. He would have a guy. That was a guns, yeah, he had a guy that was a gunslinger. Uh, who uh, Paxton Lynch? I think I think that was his name. He went to the uh, Bronco. Didn't work out, but he went to mm-hmm. the Broncos. At him, then you had uh, you know, in this last season they had more of a running quarterback, more with the running game. So yeah, you got to switch. He literally said, "I have a quote." He says, "I'm versatile to the talent we have." It's a program that's hey. built for playmakers. That's it. And like I said, the bits and pieces he said, I try to take away the important points of a coaching standpoint that needs to be instilled because, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, we just we, – we all four floors state, but we all – no, nobody likes losing. It's an exciting time for sports. Sophomore sensation Lamar Jackson is redefining what it means to be a dual-threat quarterback. Odds on Jackson to win the MVP race were at 50 to 1 to begin the season and have plummeted since, making my bookie's prop selection more attractive than ever. Then on the 14th, we have one of the most stacked UFC cards in a long time. Three championship fights, all highly anticipated, right in the betting capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Without a doubt, people are going to be looking to get in on, on the action, and we have the best place for you to go my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that promo code's BLV to get your cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. hundred percent, yeah. And so, then, like, uh, yeah. And with the recruiting, too, it looks like he has a game plan because he came in this weekend. He secured 
looking at the kind of a list, whoever we had, uh, he got he lost Sims a quarterback, but we got Rodenmaker. I watched some film on him. He's a pretty big. He's a he's a tall quarterback, got a big arm. Then we might get another quarterback from Louisville, and then he pretty much kept everybody else. They got Malachi Wideman. He's a six five receiver, so he's gonna be playing basketball too. He's a six five wide receiver, freak athlete. Uh, Brian Robinson. A lot of these kids stayed because they kept Dugans at wide receiver. So they're like, mm-hmm. yo, I like Dugans as a coach, so we're going to stick around for him. They got like three, four or five linemen committed. And I've been noticing he's been following a lot of junior college guys because offensive line, you know, it takes time to, to like develop. Hey, those guys. And junior college has some gems. Like, that's a good yeah. move. Like, like you, be, you, you paying a close attention to his moves too, as I see. Yeah. I was like, okay, got some JUCOs coming. You know, what I mean? that's what you're going to need because. I think we still have the running backs and receivers, you know, to compete. We have receivers and running backs to com- compete. We just need to be able to block, you know. So, if you get a couple of Juco guys in here, because they told this one kid, um, this one commit, uh, I think it was t- – they said, hey, you, uh, if you can wait to sign until February because we might not have a spot. You know, it, it, works, it depends on a spot, you know what I mean? But that, to me, that indicates that we got some guys that might be able to, you know, grad transfer, transfer portal, all that stuff coming in maybe. So, we'll see what happens there. Nah, and that's for you to have a game plan. Like, you know, he 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 going after the right because right now it's a timing thing. Right now it's recruits, right? Because mm-hmm. you yeah. know it's one more game. It's one more game. Then you have to like stuff gets filtered in and stuff gets filtered out. So he's going after these recruits, and he knows like, hey, I'm not gonna go. He actually said he went from the plane and went straight to the players, which was a good move. Like, he, he's handling it in a good way so far. That's the best way yeah. I can put it. It to feels like he had a game Yeah, to not be completely all aboard because, like I said, it hasn't been a kickoff yet. But mm-hmm. his moves right now are pretty, pretty good planned out moves because recruits is a big part about a process. Yeah, and then, like, he said on the radio today, too, he was saying, yeah, football's been my life since I was five years old. It's all I know. And I'm like, have you even bought a house in Tallahassee yet? You know what I mean? <laughs> this man's been moving, like, 24-7 all, pretty much the whole time. And then also right. with the – yeah, so, like, with, whether it's recruiting and, all, and also, like, the players, he kind of knows the teams, you know, it could be on the verge of, you know, people, players transferring out. Like, K-Makers, props to him, he's going pro. Uh, Marvin mm-hmm. Wilson's most likely going pro, but then a couple other guys like Dontavious Jackson and Alex Hornibrook, they're they're not on the team anymore. They're they're working on the draft, doing their own thing. Yeah, you know, respect mm-hmm. to them. Um, there's another receiver that transferred as well. Uh, he he came from California. Uh, Treshawn Harrison, he's transferring out. So you know, it, it could be the floodgates. But then a lot of these guys are saying, "Yo, this is the guy." Like how you felt after the press conference, this dude got me kind of amped up. You know, a lot of the players yeah. on the roster are still feeling that. But um, one question I do have for you. Okay, so, like, in, during your recruiting process, right, did you have a school that came in at the last second that tried to, like, kind of sway you out of, like, FSU? Nah, it was, like, to answer your question, definitely not. Because it's, like, you know, it comes to a point in time where it's, like, I got to the point when I was a 17-year-old then it was, like, you know, I'm not even – I can't even pretend no more because my mom, you know, she, she always put it out, like, you know, take all your visits, see see what you can see, you know. So I did my little far trips that I knew it wasn't going to be that way, but, like, I knew I wasn't going there, but I was just traveling, you know, taking my mm-hmm. officials. But 
Florida State always been – I always – if you talk to Coach Dawsey, my receiving coach at the time, like I always was a silent commit. And I guess leading up to the point when it came to, like, deciding that the Under Armour game, it was like the schools, they they knew already. Like it wasn't really silent anymore, <laughs> which yeah. is funny because cause I suck at pretending. But, yeah, they 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 – Right now, I feel like they would go after recruits right now for Florida State with the coaching change, because you know that's a that's a coaching move, you know, and it might work out for the best. So, I feel you on that. No, and then, so yeah, no, <laughs> I got you. And so, with Coach Dossie, was he like your primary recruiter, or was it was it like for the area? You know what was cool about that process, and like I said, I couldn't pretend. I couldn't pretend when this one day happened where I'm on middle of high school. Then it, I, I just knew I had a um, meeting with Jimbo, like he was coming on campus. So I blocked out my lunch schedule. And that day, I just remember, like, it was more than Coach Jimbo. It was all the coaches off their flights. And I don't know if you remember, we brought in, that's when, in Jimbo's first class, he brought in, like, a couple new guys. Yeah. So – you see all these coaches come to the campus with they um they look some with luggage and some like just there like it was Dossie, Trickett, Sanders, you know Jimbo, and it was like the pretty good um staff at um when they came. So it, that was a good little strategic move of his. Your whole squad rolling in, yeah. That's a. Pretty good. I remember, like, because uh, I, you know, growing up in Georgia, for me, I remember Mark Rick when he when he was still at UGA, he came because my uh, friend, uh, one of my classmates, Darius Slate, and he plays for the Giants now, but he uh-huh. was a. Uh, they recruited him at the time, and you just I remember him just walking in the room, and everyone's like, you know, wait, hush, hey, hey, like, I know you was hype. I know you was hype. No, because like that dude, you know, every commercial, like kind of like every commercial growing up, you know what I mean? It was you know, go oh. dogs, you know, Mark Rick, yeah. So back Definitely. in Florida, for you, it's probably the same thing. You're like, shoot. I can't even imagine that, man. But, yeah, so it's kind of interesting to me seeing how, like, Norville's been able to, like, you know, get the trust of these kids in one weekend. Like, a lot of these guys saying, hey, all right, I was committed to FSU. And, that honestly, that might be more of Odell because I feel like Odell preached, hey, don't be come here for a coach. Come here for Florida State, you know? No, definitely. Like, it's a lot of everything. Like, I think sometimes you can feel the vibe, too, like I'm saying – and also, you get, you see some type of old coaches, not even old in age, but old like just Odell back, Dugan's back, and you know some culture is there still, you know. So it's like it's not a complete. What is Florida State staff, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's a good vibe. It's a good mix of like new ideas and also I, I was happy they kept Odell and Dugan's, like you said, with the culture, you know. Because a lot of these kids, you know, with trust issues and stuff, you have somebody somebody there that kind of ease you along. And kind of taking you along the path, and that's pretty solid. And uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you going to El Paso for the uh, Sun Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if that was a serious question, or I don't know. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I'm not going to the game. But somewhere I'm gonna try and tune in. Like I always try and tune in, even if I don't catch a game. Like I catch a score. Like I'll just get on Twitter just to see what the score of Florida State. Because Twitter, I'm not gonna lie. It updates you so funny in a way. No, it does. Yeah, like there's also this group on Facebook. I think it's, it's like a, it's like a golden. It's like a FSU like Go Knowles group. 
He was man, posting live so streams, fun. commentary. Like, he's now you'll see, you'll you'll see like something funny to the point you were like this. Oh, they got a video with it and all. It's 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 funny. Yeah, like as soon as it happens too, like they're like, what was that play called? And like, there's an instant replay already. Like when they had um McKitty lined up backwards. Oh, hey, I'm still. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm Florida State all the way. You know what I mean? Like I still wear my gear. I don't care. We losing right now, but you know our team is uh pretty like our our FSU is a pretty like big deal. And I didn't know because I don't I didn't look at the records or nothing, but within a decade of like I saw something like eighties to two thousand seventeen, like our we like the most winningest school like ever okay. right now i didn't we were, know that we like, yeah we have about 14 straight years of being in the top i think it was a top five i want to say we had 14 straight years or maybe i think it was top 10 maybe top 10 but like imagine that four even alabama hasn't done that yet 14 straight years that was nah, like, hey. like yeah hey chris no i saw that i was like hey like this is kind of why i see why other schools will like try and say they hate florida state or whatever Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep. Now, me personally, when I used to work for Florida State Athletics, I would barely get any sleep at all because we'd have practice in the mornings, I'd have class as well, and then just trying to maintain a social life. Getting eight hours of sleep was almost impossible. And one of sleep's biggest problems is the temperature. So it's tough to get a good night of sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm. Now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the Pod for 100 nights and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. We would go any, we would play anybody, anywhere, at any time. And that's what we, you know, that's what we do. And that's what we're, well, we're trying to get back to that because we got West Virginia first game next year. Uh, mm-hmm. then we were, I think we we're, we're trying to schedule LSU coming up. We got Bama again <laughs> and Georgia, you know what I mean, in a home-and-home home kind of thing. So, I like that vibe. Let's get this thing, you know. And I think Nor- whether Norville's the – I don't know if he's going to be the next, you know, or Jimbo or, you know, the next championship coach. But I think mm-hmm. he can kind of get this back to a base, like to a level where, okay, you know, we're about one coach or one star player away, you know, the next Jameis or the next, you know what I mean? No, like, like I said, Jameis like – we we pulling for him because we Florida State, but like we 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 like his I like his moves. I'm gonna speak for myself. I like him and and is he? I don't know if this is a dumb question, but is he coaching in the El Paso Bowl? Uh, no, he's not. So in the Sun Bowl, which is uh, December 31st at 2 p.m. Uh, basically El Paso, Texas. Uh, we're playing Arizona State, so Odell is gonna coach that game. Uh, okay. I don't know okay. if Coach Bryles and all of them are going to be there because he might. I've heard rumors of Ole Miss for him, you know, with Kiffin. I've heard he might, you know, who knows what Bryles might do. Because uh, yeah. we, we, already, we already hired a new offensive coordinator, so 
No, I uh, saw that. Yeah, so like the guy from Auburn, but uh, also um, what's uh, Norvell? He calls the plays though. So this guy Kenny Dillingham, he's the OC, but he's gonna be more like uh, who was the OC with you? Was it uh, it was, was um, the Coley? Yeah, Coley. Yeah, James Coley, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's gonna be more like that kind of situation where like I mean he still has a big impact, but like he's not calling every snap. So, uh, but yeah, Odell's gonna run the Sun Bowl, and that's gonna let—I mean, that should let Norvell. It, it kind of works out because he can hit the road recruiting, and you know, no, getting definitely. the staff together, you know, planning out spring ball and all that stuff. Odell can you know ride with the boys and the team right now. And, nah, Chris, everything everything plays out how it plays out, meaning that it is it's only gonna get better from here, like. Yeah, because I mean, you could say you could say we're at rock bottom. You know, I mean, like last year, especially not making a bowl last year. You could say we're at rock bottom. So the only way to go from there is up. But uh, definitely. So, what do you think about um the team? Like, how do you think they're gonna play in the Sun Bowl? Like, you know, what do you think they're gonna come out inspired? Like, what do you think? Or cause some guys are leaving. I don't know. If we have any running backs right now because you know, hey, hey, that's actually a good question. Like, it's almost like a question that. I don't truly know because I'm not in that locker room. I don't know how they're going to come out because, like I said, that's a good question because, like you said, some guys not playing and you got some guys playing. And it's like that's two different vibes. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't truly know. I Like I said, I, I'm whatever it is, whether it's I find out through Twitter or whatever, I hope I just see a W. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going against her. Issue is like because Herm Edwards, he's a coach at Arizona State. He's that good motivator. I feel like he could get them. Re- and it was El Paso's not too far from Arizona, so that's gonna be a that might be a home game for them, you know. So yeah, like you said, people just you notice that too sometimes. Like whether you at rock bottom or top five, wherever you go, like the fans travel well just because it's Florida State. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, they, and they that's show. what makes. I, I was, yeah, I was in Indiana. You know, I was in Indianapolis. You know, randomest. You know, Indiana, like randomest state. <laughs> you know, the, and I was wearing because uh, it was. I flew it on a Saturday, so it was game day. So I was wearing an FSU shirt. I was walking around downtown. Probably got four or five gold knolls. You know, people were saying, "Dang, I wish I would have wore my shirt today." I'm like, "Yeah, you got to show some pride." You know, represent. If you're gonna say gold knolls, you got to wear the gear and represent. You know, don't be a shy fan. But uh, it's just crazy how widespread. You know, every time I go in the airport, I got an FSU boot bag. I always get a question, whether it's airport security, you know, somebody says something, you know. Whether it's something. good or bad, yeah, it's something. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but I, I'm not going to lie. I still – I just laugh sometimes because, like I said, I know this about Florida State that, like, I winning – we're the most winningest. And I know, like – like we have a championship in this decade, so you know whether you want to say we at rock bottom, you know you hear some crazy stuff sometimes, and and it's funny like if I can have a GoPro on me with like the stuff I get to get me enticed, you will laugh every day. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone started talking some. No, I mean, look, man, I got, I, well, I, I got, I got an orange bowl ring, and I got an Independence bowl uh, ring. You got. Probably five times as many as I do. You know, no, you, know hey, I mean? you don't. Even, you don't even have to say that. You, but because because they know they only saying that to be like. They they just yeah. poke at you because we we had like you said we we doing bad right now, and people loving this. 
yeah it's like i got the receipts if i'm like yeah once it, it's like that, that that initial that initial like all right you can roast me a little bit but once they start getting a little deeper i'm like all right man i got the receipts i can pull them out i've seen like, right. like miami fans and that's, what, hey, and that's what makes sports sports it's like you got to really get me going to talk like that but if you really get me going i, I throw out a statistic here and there and, and it just it's like a drops the mic type thing yeah for sure for sure but I will say, speaking of the players, like kind of Cam Akers and Marvin Wilson did show up to practice, even though they're not playing, and they were mm-hmm. helping like coach different units. So I, I thought that was some good leadership because they could have just, you know, Marvin. I've seen him projected first round. He, I think he's going to be more like a second or third, depending on how he works out. Then Cam, you know, he's a stud running back too. But the fact that they came back, you know, and helped at practice because yeah, they didn't have to be there. They could go off to some, you know, I am, you know, some training academy with some agent. You Definitely. Know. Yeah, but I, I thought it was good they came back. And uh, what's your thoughts on um, – because I know Terry, he tweeted out he's going to decide after the bowl what's he, what he's going to do. But uh, what are your thoughts on – I mean, I know it's – my opinion, I'm kind of like, if you can, go ahead and get the money because, you know, you're paying for free. You're playing for free basically in college. You love a university. Mm-hmm. But if you have an opportunity, you can go ahead and get paid. But I feel like if Terry could come back – like his draft stock, you know what I mean? How do you, what do you think about all that? His draft stock next year if he came back? I don't know. Like with all the new stipulations, it because Chris, all this stuff is just—it's not weird. It's just you know, it's just the that's the wave right now. Because I we didn't have the um, you know, sitting out a bowl game and getting ready for the draft type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like do or die. We, like, we I mean, yeah. yeah, we didn't have like transfer portal. Like we didn't have none of that, you know. So right now, I can only answer like depending on his situation. You know, some people got off the field stuff going. You never know. But I just hope he made the best decision because, like I said, he's part of Florida State, and I support all Florida State guys, even when. Even when, you know, the fans give them stuff for, like, getting kicked out of school. Like, I, I try and root for them still. Yeah. But yeah, he's a talented receiver, and whatever works for him, I hope so. But I just hope he get a W, like I said, against in his son bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he could. So, I think the talent-wise, he's a dude. He's got, you know, he's, he's got size. He's got speed. Uh, you know, the system, the routes he ran were too, you know, he didn't have too many different routes he ran, but still like that, you can't teach that, free, that talent he's got. Issue is, it's just so many receivers in this draft. Because think about Alabama, for example, all four of those boys <laughs> could probably go, you know, first or second round. Uh, you got Ruggs, Devonta Smith, Judy, you know what I mean? Uh, Jalen mm-hmm. Waddle, he caught what, three touchdowns against Auburn. He's their fourth receiver. Then you got LSU's got receiver. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of dudes this year. So I feel like maybe next season, like if he stuck around, he could probably pop up another round or two. But that, you know, I don't know his whole family situation at all. So you were right about that. That could be, you know, that's life changing money. Just go ahead and go. Right. Like you said, you know, you're getting paid chicken, which is like you're getting paid nothing really in college. You're just playing. But, you know, that's how, that's just the love you. That's the, it's it's the code you wrote when you signed that letter of intent. Like you you're really playing for the university, and that's just what it is. 
Now, yeah, you like see, you were on the field pretty early in your career, but did you, did you have teammates that are pretty upset um, that they didn't get on the field as much early on? Oh, definitely. Play? Hey, Chris, yeah. Chris, I'll be a hypocrite and say I didn't be upset that I didn't play even earlier. Because it's like, you know, when you when you in a situation like, hey, you coming in and you're just a competitor. You're like, man, I'm supposed to be playing, but you know I'm, I know I'm young, so I'm going to wait. But you just – and then you see, like, somebody on the opposing side or one of your boys or whatever playing early, it just fire you just to be like, man, I just, I can be out there too. So it's yeah. like then you have some other extreme cases, like they don't get playing time to later on. And, you know, it, it just works out for them sometimes or it just makes a person, like, really want to leave. And that's when transfers happen. You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that transfer portal, if you would have had that back in your day, that might have been – not maybe not for you, but for everybody else. That could have been deadly. Like, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even want to answer that, Chris, man, because like you said, then I wouldn't have as, as many as my brothers as I would have. You know what I mean? So Right, right. Now, speaking of the work, like, so you, your position group, so I think like your class was like pretty – there was a weird like stigma that like – young receivers couldn't pick up Jimbo's office, offense. You know what I mean? Did you find out that was like – did you ever hear about that? Like how, like, people kept saying, hey, oh, why can't – yeah. No, you, you know what? I've only heard that after I was disbarred from the university. And it was like, man, like, I must have really either really wanted to play or I just really wanted to make a name for me and my family. Because just looking back on it, man, that – it was a tough, you know, little – playbook to pick up it wasn't like no oh i'll just go out there on saturday and just kind of know what i'm doing no you had to like really i don't know it, it is pretty tough and i can see why that stigma was out there with the young receiver thing because you know now nowadays or like yeah i'll say nowadays like if i'm like talking to a receiver I'm talking to them in the standpoint of trying to get him to the, a level where he thinking more than just being a wide out. You know, sometimes you got to think like a quarterback too. So just in that Jimbo office, it was like I had to be in the offensive line meeting room because I was, you know, when you're in, in slot, you got to get points from the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds crazy. Look, it, I don't also, even know. You're also kind of like an inline blocker too sometimes, right? Like you oh, have to kind of, yeah. yeah. And then you got to know what type of steps to do because if you take one more step, the quarterback is all the way off. So it's like, man, this offense not easy. I got to really, really like buckle down to play and go to school and have a little bit of fun because it's Tallahassee. So oh, it's- yeah. Oh, someone made a good joke. They're saying, oh, they brought the recruits in during graduation weekend? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Hey, well, that's, you, know hey, you know, Chris, Chris, I could honestly say that's why I like whether it's lose or wins, like, man, you see another Florida State fan, no matter what, it's like they have a good time and they pretty fun, you know, and it's just, it's just cool. Always. Yeah, Tallahassee's definitely something else. Especially on game days, it's something else. Like, Jesus. And then with the, like, you know, college town, boot, you know, booming up and everything like that. And then. <laughs> Yeah, just a game day environment. It's, it's, man, that it's college town, that, hey, that college town new, man. Hey, I'm like, I remember Chubby's and Coliseum. Yeah. Oh, oh, RIP Collie, gone too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
good. And yeah, like was it ba- no, it was Baja. No, it was yeah, it was Baja's then. Yeah, Baja. Taboo. Yeah, then uh yeah, shoot. You're in a whirlwind now. The Bulls always there, but uh yeah, it's crazy how like Tallahassee's transformed, if you will. But yeah, with the receivers yep. though, yeah, you're right about the how that's like really detailed and like um I just remember like the hits you would take. Like you mentioned like studying all the, the recovery time. Like, like do you do you ever feel like Jameis was kind of setting you up? <laughs> Cause I swear, man. No, you, you, you know it was crazy. You, it was like it was like it. That was the only read there, and it had to be so detailed, and that we hit it all week. That you know, I I knew a hit was coming, but I knew that 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 pass was going to be there, and it was. I I didn't want to make an excuse to have a drop ball. That's why you know I just try and put my pride, and I mean I try to put a lot of emphasis in like just coming through for my boys and. And and getting getting something done, even if it takes a hit. So, some of them throws was like that was the only window open instead of like taking a sack or you know what I mean because it was so quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, so like going from that to like you remember like the like the Oklahoma game that hit you took there. Like, did mm-hmm. you have any like worries? I mean, that was 2011, and then, like you know two years later it was 13. Mm-hmm. But like, did you kind of have any like not like not say like you know any like like fear, you know, not even fear, but like you know, were you a little hesitant after nah, that nah. initially? Like, are you? Nah, you know? the only, the only, um, and I hope this makes it out because I hear that question all the time. Um, mm-hmm. the only even close fear I could, I don't even call it, want to call it fear, but it, it crossed my mind was when I had got cleared that following Wednesday and we had to play in Death Valley with my boy Clint tricking that quarterback and they called a a goal line um like little slant almost play to me and I was I'm not gonna lie, I had a little flashback cross my mind then and there. But you know, I came through and I I didn't get hit and it also got us a touchdown and I was it definitely crossed my mind. So, yeah, but, but after that, point, that, yeah, getting six. But after that go. point, yeah, after that point, it was like, man, it's football. I'm gonna get hit. Let me just try and at least curl my body up or do something to not make it happen, like the Oklahoma. You know what I mean? You just yeah, yeah. you learn more in football, and that's that's the name of the game. Yeah, then speaking like I guess the last thing off that is like with all the new you know targeting calls and stuff like that, is there really enough time for some of these guys to pull up honestly? Or like, what do you think? Because I mean, you, you being on the receiving Man, end hey, of one some day, of, some know. of some of them targeting things be ridiculous, and I play offense like I would. I I, I would sound like a <laughs> I would sound like a real a hole if I said no targeting needs to happen all the time. But nah, like some of those targets be you like. The dude ain't even do nothing. Like, but then you have some that you have to throw that flag really fast, like because you know what I mean. Yeah, it's it's just a tough thing, and it's more emphasized now. So, shoot, the refs they must have got to go to a real hard ref school because <laughs> I wouldn't know what to call the target. That's the thing. This uh, in NFL and college football, I don't, the refs have, I don't know, like because. The refs used to be, in my opinion, they used to be on point. I think some of these had no, definitely. They used to. They, they had a. Tired. They had a little bit of swag. They had a little bit. Of, yeah. Like you can even like talk yeah. to them a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
And when they kind of tell you, like, all right, I, I didn't call holding on this play or something like that, but, you know, they, they give you, like, a warning, you know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah, like, like, hey, I had a ref one time, like, you know, hey, watch that hold a little bit. Next time I'm going to call you, and you look at them and be like this, hey, 10-4, I got you. Nowadays, yeah, these refs be – I don't know. You got Like I said, you got to go to a real hard ref school because yeah, they, they call the everything. Yeah. Then someone had a good point saying like it, it, it. Sometimes it might look like a hole, but no, it's a it's a D it's a D three kid going against a five star athlete. You know what I mean? It's gonna look like he got killed. <laughs> it, it wasn't a penalty, so that's what I noticed too. Because some of these, I'm like, because you ever notice there's never either they don't call a hold like say they they would call a holy on us for example, right? On our O line, then our DNs. I'm seeing our guys get chokehold. You know what I mean? <laughs> And then there's, like, zero flags. I don't know. Maybe that's me being biased, but I've kind of noticed yeah, but, that a little bit. But some of them, like, they be on point. That's why I yeah. said that, it's hard, it'll be hard to ref nowadays. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 11 of the Believe in FSU Football Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in to Chris and Kenny on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and also tune in next week for Episode 12. Hiring is challenging, and it used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter. In fact, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, and they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you cannot miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Right now, listeners here can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.